Hello, the Scotty. How are you today? Is the world gone mad or is everything okay? I am here to bring joy to your life and we'll not talk about strife. Hello, Scotty. Do you spend all week practicing that? No, I do, it, the bullshit just flows. <laughs> just naturally. <laughs> It just does. It, it is absolutely. I was even surprised by what's going on. I was like, yeah, this is not that bad. It, it, it takes I better end it soon. Absolutely zero effort on your part to produce crap. Yes, exactly. So, so, um, John, just just before we recorded, you um, you sent me your location. Any particular reason for that? I mean, because you know, I, I did when I saw it pop up. I no. thought, um, I thought, you know, is John somewhere exotic this week or something? But it looks like you're at home. No, I first of all, that was by an accident. Let's see. The reason I it took longer is I've not fully had not been fully caffeinated. So I was want to do stupid shit like that. So how did you accidentally send me your location? I don't know. I must have tapped the wrong button. You see, the reason I ask is I accidentally sent my wife my location this week as well. So the fact that twice in one week accidental locations go out, I'm, I'm asking myself, is there something changed that means sending locations by accident is easier? Yeah, that's a that's a worrying thing. Yeah, the good thing is, you know, I... The stupid thing is I was in bed next to my wife when I sent her my location, so I did confirm my presence. But um, by using technology... Um, no, no, I usually make my presence known when, in other ways when I'm, when I'm in the same yeah. room. Okay, so moving on. Um, that's, uh, we, we, those are habits we're not going to go into. Um, no. Um, uh, how has your week been? Well, Scotty, I have to say I'm actually kind of excited. I mean, uh, uh, because I've been doing research... You know what's coming next week? No, John, I don't, nor do I care. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. How about that? Next week is another hack day, and I'm looking forward to it. Would you like to know why? I would always like to know why, John. Always like to know why. Okay. Well, so uh, I'm not going to re- reveal the details of it, but I will give you some general idea. One is is that um, it has to do with... with taking advantage of the fact that we have a lot of content um, and I, I've enjoyed making videos. People know that people who know me, I make snark videos all the time. Um, and so uh, I'm working on a hack, which takes advantage of, of content that we have on service, um, but allowing, you know, individuals to, to, to kind of take advantage and use it. So in this case, you know, using for, for audio, for instance, for, for doing lip sync videos, and I think that that's fun. Um, and uh, in order to make it work properly, I'm working on an editor so that basically you have you have playback in, in our video stream up to a certain point. And then you decide, oh, that's kind of an interesting part. And I would like to, to get a sample of that. And so the, the question of how to do it, and, and, and it becomes complicated, especially if it's a, a, a DRM stream, a digital rights management. So it, you can't just take screen captures of it. It's a common common complaint that people have because that's you know up until i don't know four or five years ago you could just do a screenshot and it would capture the the video screen so a lot of times people would see something it's like oh i would love to make a meme out of that section and it's no longer possible to do that anymore um so but but that it it, it it expresses some interest in people wanting to remix or make use of stuff that they they see on the service so i think okay well are there other things that we could do um and so uh 
in order to 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 do to 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 decide what exact segment of 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 audio you want to work with, you have to be able to edit the loop. And this is something that's done in in other pieces of software because it's done all the time. People say, oh, okay, here's some some here's a particular song, but I love this five seconds of audio because if you loop it precisely, it makes the people dance and the dogs bark. Um, and uh, so. Um, it's a tricky thing to do because I, I always thought, oh, how hard could it be? Because I, I, I just did a quick search just because this is what I was thinking about. Okay, how is this possible? And I was like, I said, how do you loop, you know, a, an AV player? And, and and they said, well, there's a couple ways to do it. So that you can kind of listen for notifications as playback ends and just start it over again. And I figure, well, that, you know, that 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 is a way of doing it. And then you read a little bit further on. It's like, oh, no, but there's AV, you know, player looper which you, you basically, and it seems perfect, like you, you give it a, a player item or an array of player items if it's a cue player, um, and then you just set it a time range. And so do you want to play from the beginning to the end or what, whatever, kind of any time range you want. It's like, oh, my God, this is perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. And then you start to use it, and then all of a sudden it's somewhat less perfect in that it's it's well designed for just setting up a loop and then playing it. But if you want to live edit the loop, then it's it doesn't it has some some issues with it. Um, that I'm finding ways of working around, but that's that's I mean the interesting part of it because in the end you want the loop playing so and and then you want to be able to change the in and out points and and just because of the the human nature of it you're watching in a hour long video stream and then you decide oh I want to do something with that part you pause the player or otherwise engage it well by that point you know a second or two has already passed along and you have to kind of you know and you don't really know necessarily how long a sample that people want to take but you can set some constraints on it because we don't want these loops to be too long um so then it becomes a question of how can you artfully trim it and i think to make it magic you have to have the gestures and the the working parts of it working as well as possible but you also should maybe take advantage of some data that you might have like the closed caption tracks um so it, it, I'm, I'm still in the early stages of it. The hacks will, will, will be done, you know, over a couple of days, you know, next week and then presented and voted on. So, you know, I will know next Friday. So by, by next Wednesday, I should have been done with the hack. Um, and so I will either be despondent or in deep hack and say, Scotty can't talk right now, but I've at least done enough research to be able to say, yeah, this actually could work. Um, and I think it'd be lots of fun. So that's, I'm, I'm in the happiness. I'm I've, in my mind, I've already won, you know, I'm, I'm already doing my acceptance <laughs> speech. So what did, what day did you actually say the hack was on? I know you said it was next week. Uh, well, so you get, you get, you know, two days of, of working on it. Um, and so that's Monday, you know, starts at Monday and then the, the, you have to be done on Wednesday and then there's a full day of voting and then, then the winners are known and then the, the winner should be announced just as I'm getting ready to, to, to go to the airport because I'm going to Athens next Friday. So you're right, they're going to be getting on that plane with a glass of champagne celebrating the hero of development and uh, ideas that you are or you're getting on there with a glass of champagne to drown your sorrows. I would probably be like, you know, cheap whiskey if I'm drowning my sorrows. That is true. Well, we know that, um, John, probably these hack days are yeah, from past experience, some of the most event, emotional events in your life, and um, yeah, we, <laughs> we 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 get happy, John, or pissed off, John, really depending on on, on the outcome. So, um, uh, just 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 for my own personal benefit, I am hoping we get happy, John. <laughs> no, well, at least you you should be enjoying hopeful, you know, hopeful, John, especially now with the world falling apart and World War Three well underway. 
um, <laughs> one has to hold on to what bits of happiness <laughs> come in front of you. Yes, yes. Um, let, let's just hope that your hack does not get lost in um, history. Um, people i can't believe they might possibly consider ignoring me during this time yeah it's uh yeah it's you know the world is falling apart but at least john's hack was successful so i'm not sure how the world will cope if you um if the world is falling apart and your hack is unsuccessful well scotty see the thing about it is is that maybe uh, it, it, this is a little bit of a departure but one of the things that people have noticed about this is 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 that you know these things are taking place in the era of social media and so that means a couple of things one is that you know things are documented in real time and i think oftentimes that's very helpful this is where you swing towards the fact that you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, not even, not even whatever, 10, 15 years ago, you didn't have cell phones with high resolution cameras in everybody's hand with GPS locations. So you, it's, it's hard to keep things a secret. And as a result, it's hard to, to, you know, uh, I mean, you can always find ways of, of completely, you know, twisting the truth, but off, but that doesn't mean that you won't have other people like looking at it. It's like, no, that's not true. And so when you have, you know, it, it, I think it's it's very it's it it's a good thing that that you can counter the the propaganda machines when you when you can have one actor saying here's the case and then you can have another one appearing live stream, you know, in front of a building or in front of something that delivers proof positive of of the factual on the ground truth, and then the same and the same thing is that that you know meme culture which is easy to dismiss as, as something that you know just little teenagers are involved with, but it actually is powerful and how much how much depth can be in there despite the fact that the the the, the design aspect the aesthetic of it is is just so creepy creepily bad. You know, and then sometimes it's just funny, like, yeah, it was this whole discussion about kicking Russia out of the SWIFT system or not. And there's a picture of Vladimir Putin with a with a Learn Objective C book. I was like, which I thought was kind of funny. Anyway, and, and, and I, I know maybe people who are trying to go to sleep don't want to be reminded about the terrible world that's outside them. But I think sometimes, um, you know, it, it, one has to, to take honest stock about what's going on and and. and the world of technology and media culture and snarkasm, you know, does it play any type of positive role? And I would say that it, it, it oftentimes can because a lot of a lot of bad actors behavior are done when it can both be done in the dark. Um, but when it's sunshined and and people are, are have to face what the rest of the world thinks about them, um, that that actually is a powerful weapon. So I'll just leave it there and pass it back to you, Scotty. How are you? How's your week been? Uh, my week has been yeah okay okay I think is is the right way to phrase it. There's been um, there's been a, a, a mixture of um, uh, of mediocre through to slightly less um, <laughs> <laughs> slightly less mediocre yeah. oh or slightly more mediocre depending on how you want to look at that. Uh. Uh, today I have been suffering from this this problem that um, I am sure many of us have suffered many times where. Uh, you go to do something that you have in the past spent a lot of time learning and, and and getting up to speed on, only to have not done it for a long time and realise that you now remember nothing. Um, mm. So basically, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, for various reasons, our build server um, is needs reconfiguring redoing so i'm I'm setting up jenkins again for a 
for the Money Well Project and uh, to, to do stuff. And it's, you know, I think I last spoke about this maybe two years ago when I first had our, our Jenkins server up. And although I guess I'm not back at zero because at least I have an understanding of what things do and how they work, the whole the nuance of getting the syntax for the Jenkins file right and all the rest of it has totally gone from uh, my head. Now, I guess this is the problem with, you know, I, I guess if you were a build engineer, um, and you spend your entire day setting up build scripts and, and whatever else, all this stuff stays stays um, in your head and relevant. Whereas if you're more like you know an indie developer or you know small shop developer like we are, and you hope to set your build scripts once and then never touch them again, or only touch them again two years time when you have to reconfigure machines for whatever reason, um, you've just got to basically assume that everything is going to take you the same amount of time it did the first time. Or, in fact, maybe even longer, because I think there's instances uh, where you become more dangerous to yourself because you think you know how it's working. <laughs> and so you do something, and then you realize that you you don't know how it's working. So, yes. So, uh, um, yeah. And now I'm in a situation that uh, is probably an incredibly simple thing that I've got wrong. I've probably got one checkbox not checked or one credential not in the right place or something that uh, if i submit a pr against our repo um then jenkins fires up nicely and does all the stuff that it's supposed to do but it doesn't tell github about any of it so there's no idea within github whether any of that's working um and yo there we are so it's 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 a little frustrating because this should have been a yeah i've done this before how hard can it be? And it's um well, it's almost as hard as it was last time. But I know at the end, John, I will be I will be uh uh wading in as much glory as you would be if you'd won your hack day because I beat the Jenkins. And that is its own hack day reward. I'm I am i am I'm I'm kind of amazed that you're able to do this. And I mean that you know, you said that that you you I don't know whether you enjoy this type of thing for its own sake or you just feel like, okay, this is such an important, you know, task that needs to, 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 to be undertaken. It's a bunch of infrastructure that has to exist so that we can get on with our lives as software engineers and, and write code and do all those other things. Um, because I, I used to be able to, to wade into these type of, of configuration details and I would just kind of hold my nose and get, nose and get it done. I was never particularly good at it and I was absolutely relieved when I found myself on a team where other people who are, who are really good at and can do it artfully are able to do it. And, but I find that my threshold for being willing to 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 sweat the details of something that I don't absolutely love uh, learning to like all the frustration I can possibly have delving into AV Foundation, um, I have no problem with it. It's great, you know. I, I'm happy to be frustrated because I know that that there will be an immediate payoff, and and I'm happy to acquire that knowledge. But if somebody said, "Here, go." Go wrestle with Jenkins. Like I, I can't. I have, don't have many, you know, enough years left on the planet to spend this. How do you? How? Uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about I, I, that? I, I mean, just taking your view there. I mean, if you have to go wrestle with something deep in AV Foundation, I guess the difference is you spend so much time in AV Foundation that knowledge is not going to be wasted. Um, right. Even even in the obscure parts, I guess. Uh, I, I have sort of a love-hate relationship with it. I, I enjoy sort of tinkering. I think my ideal is I, I have a bit of a tinker, 
you come across one little problem, I spend an hour fixing it, and then I succeed, and then I move on to something else. That is like, um, you know, that is like bliss because, yeah, it didn't quite go smooth. I proved I have the ability to work out what went wrong and fix it, either because I know how to research things, i.e., type things into Google, or um, or, or you know, fix stuff. Uh, but once it gets to the point that you know, I've now spent half a day trying to fix one little bit that you know really shouldn't be difficult and if i had any knowledge i would automatically know what the problem was um that's when it does get frustrating and even though i will still be happy when this all works um yeah some of the gloss of oh i'll just quickly set up jenkins today um is uh yeah it's going to um it's going to go away and yeah so i ha- i half enjoy it um, if I lived in a world where someone else would do it for me, I wouldn't like be upset or offended. Um, but there we are. So, I mean, and mm. I guess we could, there are many places where we could just set this up on a, yeah, we could go to circle CI or one of the other, um, uh, uh, you know, sort of, uh, continuous integration providers to sort of, you know, make this stuff work maybe a little bit easier and, and follow stuff because I'm setting this up on our own Mac Mini um, in the office. But the you know, our problem with that there is often we're trying to build things on the very latest, you know, beta of Xcode or whatever else, and you know, they for obvious reasons don't support the latest beta of Xcode. They you have to wait until it's released and all the rest of it. Now, do we need to be doing this on the latest beta of Xcode? Probably not, and so we could probably make this easier, but there we are. It's um I'm making life harder for myself anyway, so you know, it's my own bloody fault, isn't it? So that's what I would say. Mm. So yeah. There, there, but, there, those are five show titles just went by right there. I mean we are moving towards a, a yeah, we are moving towards a policy of policies too strong a word, a preference for we will not host our own server unless we really have to for something. So right now, for example, our our website, which is you know completely useless, is hosted on a Linode instance, and it's done with Jekyll. And uh, yeah, we we submit to the um, submit to the repo, and then it gets rebuilt onto the server and everything else. And it's like, yeah, why are we doing this? Yeah. Uh, yes, our website will become more important as we sell things, but you know why? Why aren't we just using a website hosting service where we don't need to care anymore? You know, our license database uh, sits on our server from part of our website, and it's like, why are we? Why are we trying to run um, MySQL? Uh, not MySQL. Yeah, it's MySQL um, on um, this particular for legacy reasons. You know, sorry, on our database. Now, it's only a very small installation. Is whatever else, but that means you know we need to be t- constantly checking our server backups and you know are they doable. Whereas if we just pay ten bucks a month, whatever else, because it's tiny base and hosted our MySQL database on one of these you know databases of service things, then you know we'd never need to worry about it <laughs> because that's what you're paying a ten bucks for. And so we are very much um, moving away from. Um, uh, uh, just you know having our own stuff so maybe maybe at the end of this uh this day or tomorrow whenever it might be i'll say sod it you know i know i've got a mac mini sat here in the office and that's what we've used this for traditionally and that's what it's it's gonna you know be used for but it's um yeah 
let's let's just go out and use one of the other services and just accept we're only running on um, the current shipping stuff. And you know, I hit you know, what the most annoying thing is of the last couple of hours has been. What's um, the most annoying thing in the yeah, last couple of hours? We we stupidly. I mean, this machine's a couple of years old now. I mean, because it doesn't have to be very fast. It's a, it's, a, it's a Mac Mini. We stupidly, like a complete set of moron numpties, um, got a Mac <laughs> Mini with just a hundred and twenty-eight gig of um, uh, SSD. Because we thought it's a build server. It's got to download. It's got to download our source code, build it, and then just delete it. We don't need, you know, and and then back it. We don't need anything. Um, and that sounded fine and great, and of course it was. But do you know on a 128 gigabyte um, Mac Mini with nothing else on it other than Jenkins and this, if you already have Xcode on it or anything like that, you cannot download the Xcode and expand the Xcode because you run out of room. <laughs> so you then have to put a put a, you know, a, a USB stick in it or something to expand the Xcode onto or, or whatever else, and it's like, we should have just bought a 256, so no one, you know, why were we saving 50 bucks or whatever it is, even Apple's prices, 500 bucks, I don't know. Just, yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Well, Scotty, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you're well on under, you know, well on the way to putting your license server, uh, license server on somebody's hosted DBoss database as a, as a service, because I can't imagine you know you having to worry about the finer ports, points of sharding to be able to make sure that the you know the billions of licenses of MoneyWell that you're selling every minute, like how to make them you know available in all regions of the world in an instant. Yeah, I think you should know that it's the it's the. The fact that we can go onto whatever the absolute cheapest hosted as a service is for the database shows you how big that database is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yes. So uh, yeah, this week we also um, uh, we also extended the Moneywell beta. We put out a new version of the beta, and um, on our first phase, we had um, uh, just about ten people, I think it was. You know, just to be the guinea pigs for the very first. Pray for us set out there, and um, this week we've uh, you know um, sent out a second beta and added another another twenty to that. So we've got about thirty on the beta now. So yeah, we're um, we're getting there now. Yeah, uh, I guess because we've done very distinct things in this beta, like we've added syncing. Everyone's that's what everyone's using. So you know, we either get emails saying it doesn't work. Or we don't hear anything, which we're assuming, but we can see if people have used it or not from analytics. So we're assuming if we don't hear anything, it does work. Those are the only two statuses we have. Doesn't work or does work. Hot dog or no hot dog. Proper um, proper machine learning going on here. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see now how, um, I mean, I know it's only 30 people um, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, probably double that all over again or maybe triple that for the next release but it's the uh, next beta but um yeah it's uh um interesting to see how keen people are to do betas and then how little feedback you get unless it really is broken in which case you do but you know are are there nuances out there we're just not hearing about because well i don't know don't Maybe it not only frustrated them, but you know, hoisted a, a, a self-contained <laughs> distributed denial of attack server, <laughs> of service, whatever. It kind of they just like completely hosed the machine it was running on. They're not even able to to send out the the hate mail. So that's been about my week, really. Jenkins missing beta. Um, 
dealing, still dealing with data migrations for other clients that we've spoken about in the past. Um, really just, you know, data migrations get more and more complex the more and more you think about them. So I um, can't give any details on that really, but it's, um, yeah, when you're, when you're trying to do data migrations without just refreshing the clients from backends and just trying to do backend and client migrations to save bandwidth and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where most of my life has been this week, which is sort of half satisfying sort of, cause it is a reasonably good engineering problem to be solving, but equally quite frustrating at the same time, because it is a, quite a complex engineering problem to be solving. But there we go. So what about you, Joe? Anything else to share with us this week? Can, you know, any any happy thoughts or unhappy thoughts or just um, you know, just views on life that you cannot let the week go by without sharing with our listeners or listener? Uh, well, I, I want to thank you know uh, Georg, who was unfortunate enough to have been in rotation last week to listen to us. He did give us a five star review <laughs> on Twitter. Hi, Dev Soprano Show. We damaged your hearing, guaranteed. Brilliant as ever. Thank you, Georg. It's it's what makes this all worth it. <laughs> the approbation from Georg. <laughs> and I would say it this way when he's if he's as long as he's being sarcastic, he's not being mean. Um I guess meanness and sarcasm can go together, but you know, I've noticed that he's he stopped even goading you <laughs> over the fact that <laughs> that he's probably shipped in the interval probably seventeen pieces of software that are, are holding up you know, three percent of the European GDP. He's not announced any shipping things and I'm sure he would have done. So yeah. No, yeah. no, no, I think and I'm quite, I, I'm quite good that on Twitter he's on Twitter because if he's on Twitter, he's not writing code. So ah, <laughs> no, that's no, good. It, no, no, no. You've got it wrong there. If he is on Twitter, code is being written that works by other people. So that's true. So we don't want him on Twitter. So he's writing. You're suggesting if he's writing the code that that's not working and helping. God, I, I you know, I'm noticing that there's a shadow and a siren and, and a weird, strange buzzing sound. Like, oh fuck! There's a missile on its way. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Georg. I know that you're a better software engineer, and I, I actually do mean this. Is like, I, you know, Georg really is the man for a long, 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 long time. He has been in our industry for a long time and uh, has probably forgotten more than many of us know. Exactly. The lion of web objects. <laughs> the lion of web objects. <laughs> Does web objects need a lion? I don't know. But that's what, and, that's and, what, of, and what does a lion of web objects do? I mean, I don't aren't lions renowned for male lions anyway, renowned for lying around all day doing bugger all. <laughs> no, they they're the fearsome king of the jungle. They 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 they, you, they make you think that they're doing you know lying around, but you don't want to cross them because they just kind of open their mouth and and you're gone. And so no. <laughs> I think with this tangent, we should we should probably think about ending before we go down anywhere. Before else. something ends us, yes, yes. <laughs> Karma comes and kills us. So, John, if people if people wish to roar at you, <laughs> should they do that? Well, sign in. 
<laughs> you and other people can find me on Twitter, where all mice become lions, uh, where I am Jembe, that's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And Scotty, could you please, since you're in, you know, into sending out your, your, your precise coordinates, would you like to send that to the world to aid the, the people that are targeting the hate missiles? I am just trying to go over this where all mice become lions statement. <laughs> that's like, you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, people can uh, people can make any noise they like at me on Twitter, where I am um, <laughs> Matt Devnet, and 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 if you want to tell me where you are with your location, please do that as well, because yeah, you know, that that's fine. I have no no um, no issues with knowing where anybody is in any point in time. Well, John, well, it's been it's been a pleasure to uh, to spend this. I was going to say productive time, but let's find another mm. word to go there. <laughs> to having count down the seconds, <laughs> remaining seconds. Um, <laughs> this fun time. This fun time with you, John. There we go. And, and there we are. And um, I wish you all the best. I mean, I know you'll probably, when we're due to record next week, be right mid-bashing. Mid so um, we, uh, we'll see what happens next week. So, uh, But uh, all the best next week with the... You know, the, the secret work and the um and the searching out of glory that uh, okay. I know is so important to you. I, I will be laying out a glory trap. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right. Whoever has uh, had the uh, absolute joy of listening to us this week, we hope um we hope it's been good for you. And thanks for listening. And until next time. You take care, you take care, you take care, you take care. I think singing at the beginning and the end is more than anyone can stand. That's so mean, Scotty. But sometimes you have to be mean to be useful. <laughs> okay. <laughs>